You're listening to Shannon Taylor Talk. Heart to heart with your fascinating online friends around the globe. Do you think with this new uh, paradigm of business that we're having to go through, I mean, that we're having to embrace now with a new world and a new president and so forth, that uh, uh-huh. that 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 we're going to have change, that we're going to have people that are that are willing to be more creative and willing to express themselves more authentically, and uh, and 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 work toward the healing and collective wholeness that that we all need, and and better relationships and better communication. Um, in the new in the new world, that is a an honorable objective. <laughs> um, I feel as though the one needs to drop back and look at the institutions that have caused some of the problems. For example, schools, school systems, which have denied children the opportunity to have adequate physical education. Mm-hmm. Um, or physical experience. You know, they have lots of spectators clapping at, at games and so forth, but mm-hmm. the day-to-day activity of school children, the nutrition they have in schools is, is absolutely appalling. And you have to wonder whatever possessed people to think that they could educate their children and feed them in such a negligent way. And so you have to look at that. You have to look at religious institutions. There are a lot of religious institutions today which truly are repressive of people's um, individual needs and and men as well as women and so um, I'm not sure that the political system unfortunately can offer people what they're praying they'll get um, unless we have these other institutions cooperating in the process. Perhaps it's just a different energy system we're looking for kind of an open open, hopeful, optimistic energy system. Uh, I think people are always looking for a more hopeful, um, ener- you know, a hopeful outlook. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, again, um, as I often say to my students, if you are, if you believe in a system that says that you were born bad to begin with, then, and that is what has been communicated to you from conception, mm-hmm. then how can you expect yourself to have a positive outlook when you're an adult. I mean, since fear is such a a primordial part of our lizard brain, um, and it's there to protect us, it's part of brain wisdom. But if you are living in systems that um, that let fear become the ruling uh, dictate of the system, then you, it's no wonder that people are fearful. For instance, I have women who've come here and have felt very guilty while they were here because according to their so-called philosophical upbringing, women weren't supposed to do things of a, an individual nature. Mm-hmm. That, in other words, their own pursuit. Right. And that's very distracting when a woman is trying to do something involving a 1,000 or 1,500-pound animal. It, it's distracting to her focus of attention. So part of what I do in my work is to sort out some of that and give these students strategies such as visualization and affirmation, which will help them in, again, in directing their own path. You have a sustainable lifestyle. I mean, I'm stating Mm -hmm. that like I know, but I mean, I... (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, 
You mean I never go to the store? No, I, I mean, uh, I, from talking with Norm, it's a, you're, you're growing your own vegetables and you've developed this, uh, uh-huh. you've, you've had this wonderful, holistic life and going to live to be 200 and so forth. <laughs> uh, Good luck. Yeah, but, but, but you finding your way in this, in this really materialistic world and finding your sustainable life filled with, with passion mm-hmm. and happiness, how do we do that? I mean, and, and, and the, the benefits of that, I mean, you're living your passion. You're, you're, live, you're like the role model for living your, your happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. So tell well, me. You know, first of all, I think a person has to make a deal with themselves. What is it you really want? You know, do you want to go and work for Doctors Without Borders? Do you want to live in a rural lifestyle? Um, Do you want to live in the middle of New York City? I mean, people have, I think people are entitled and should um, really very much design the lifestyle that they want. And, oh, sure, things happen along the way and maybe it doesn't come to pass. But first of all, I think you've got to have the, the plan. And I say that about riding, too. You don't just go out and and fritter away your time with a horse and, and, and I don't mean not enjoy being with a horse, but if you, you have to have a plan. And I think you have to have a life plan. What is your life plan? And I'm sure there are people living in New York City, I've lived there myself, mm-hmm. who um, would never think of living anyplace else. And they're happy there. But there are probably other people living there who every day go to work and say, oh, gosh, I hate this, and I'd like to get out of this, but they never do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And, and the same, but I think that what you find in a rural community is, um, the way we live, there, believe me, there are a lot of people from urban areas who would never think of living like this. You know, we have our own landfill. We grow our own food. Mm-hmm. Um, I... One of my students from New Jersey, when I asked her how, how did she feel about being here for a workshop, she said, just be perfect if down there at the end of your drive you had a Hardee's on one corner and a Wendy's on the other. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and she was perfectly happy to go back to her urban lifestyle in Newark or wherever she was from. I can't remember now. And so, and I say thank you because then you live, you leave the rest of this rural area for those of us who are in enjoying it and are willing to work the way we do to make it possible um that means that you know there are there are definite chores mm-hmm. that we have we have to provide a lot of our own services and we better by golly know how to get water if suddenly the pump fails mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't want to live like that, but I think also sometimes they live in the illusion that if they live in New York City or Philadelphia or whenever, some other urban area, mm-hmm. um, that that's all going to be provided for them so they never have to worry about it. And then when it breaks down, you don't know what to do. But, and yes, that's right. You know, how, how can I live if there's not a manual attached to it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, if I live on the 23rd floor of the building, I love the view, but if the elevator breaks, down mm-hmm. i'm going to scream and yell and carry on and so forth until uh the elevator gets fixed because i'll be darned if i'm going to walk down 23 flights of stairs right. um or maybe i can't but the, the point is that when you live in a rural environment i think you find people who are um have multiple resources 
for instance, I could go down the road if I got in a pinch and milk cows. That would be nothing for me. Um, and, um, and then I could go and work in Springfield and do urban things. Mm -hmm. So you find that's very, I think, um, rural societies tend to germinate people who are extremely multi-resourceful. And they don't sit around thinking about, um, you know, who's going to take care of them. Well, I heard um, someone say that when the Great Depression hit, the farmers... Uh, were the ones who really didn't have the biggest problem because they knew how to make, they knew how to grow food. They had land Absolutely and they and they true. knew how to grow food and and they were always self-sustaining. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the ones in the city, you know, totally collapsed and and uh, was looking for some yeah. something else, which is what we still do today. You know, but there are a lot of there's yeah. a, there is a big movement to move out of the cities and to move like Vermont or, or you know to the rural areas a lot of west mm-hmm. the, a lot of people are moving west because they want a different mm-hmm. kind of life and 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 working on a farm or working with animals is a whole new experience and it's it's it presents a lot of new challenges it, it brings up fears but it is um, it, it builds such self-esteem when um, mm-hmm. these people can can change a light bulb you know by themselves <laughs> That you know, well, you don't have to call for somebody to do that. I think you're absolutely right. I grew up in a totally urban environment, and um, after I'd lived on a farm for 20 years, I went back to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where my parents were living at the time, to help them move. And what impressed me the most as I drove across the country was it wouldn't have mattered where the car quit or who had dumped me out. I could survive any place because I knew how to build all the fences, run all the tractors, take care of anything that I could see in my vision as I drove across the country. So it was a totally different experience from the one in which I grew up. And um, I knew how to manage all the livestock, you know, nothing. There was nothing that uh, seemed strange. And that's very different from living in places where I grew up, including Boston and Pittsburgh and New York City and so forth. That's why I say you're, you're just an icon of, of self-worth. I mean, what you have attained is what a lot of women are looking for, and they don't know how to get make that step to, to, doing, to starting to do stuff for themselves, breaking out of their mold and uh, moving toward that self-empowerment. I mean, you're, you are self-empowered. You are self-motivated. You're self-disciplined. You're all that self, 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 beautifully... <laughs> Beautifully packaged in, in, a, in a gorgeous woman who, who knows who she is. And do you know how, how yeah. difficult that is in the United States today <laughs> to know? Well, you know, I have, I have I've surrounded myself intentionally with very supportive people. I could not run this operation without those extremely talented people. I mean, I can't keep books the way our office manager does. I go into an apoplectic fit every time I have to face doing that kind of thing. I couldn't build a building the way our foreman does. And so I've surrounded myself with these extremely gifted people, and I appreciate them every single day, and I realize that my life would not be possible without them. But on the other hand, I also am willing, and, and I think this is critical, I'm willing to do any of the jobs that have to be done here, the dirtiest, the cleanest, and so forth. I'm not looking for approbation from anybody and and i think thirdly that um i'm very happy being by myself that does not bother me at all i'm happy by myself but i also am very self-disciplined i work out every single day of the week 
um, 45 minutes to an hour a day minimum. And so I intentionally keep myself in very good physical shape. And it's partly because I, that's my protection. Mm-hmm. If I'm outside and fall on ice, mm-hmm. we had five ice storms this winter. If I fall on ice and I'm not in good shape, my um, outcome could be pretty hopeless. Mm-hmm. So I think that these are all what I, what I feel is that there's a lot of self-discipline involved in this, which sounds I know hoo-hoo to a lot of people. They don't want to hear it. But that's all I can tell you. You know, that's what, what makes my world go round. And you're talking, and also healthcare. Like you said, I have to be strong in my body to be to be healthy. And um, instead of worrying about getting sick, you're worrying about so many other things. And 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 today we have so many people that are just saying, "Oh well, if I fall, and I'm going to have to. Oh, I may break a hip. Oh, I may go to the doctor. I, mean, I have to go to the doctor. I have to have insurance. Their whole focus has to be yeah. on the insurance, not being the health. You know, not the health and well, sustaining I health." Ask how many of those folks are really taking care of themselves. Right. I mean, I know people who work with horses, mm-hmm. and then they boohoo because they've had an injury because of something with a horse, but. You know, I, I have to ask myself, I don't, I don't get confrontational with them unless I'm asked, but how many of these people have really built a protection around themselves to cope with dealing with these horses? Mm-hmm. And that's a big issue. You know, when a horse steps on your foot, mm-hmm. if you don't have really good bones because you've taken really good care of yourself and you've eaten smart, um, if you don't have that and the horse steps on your foot, you can have a rough time <laughs> getting through the rest of the day and the next day and so forth. So, you know, it's just a question of being smart, I think. Excuse me, maybe I'm sounding really no, you're, arrogant, but I don't mean to. No, but what it's talking about is taking personal responsibility for your life and your health. You got it. You know, and that's, that, that's where we have to be because yes. we can't rely on whether it's a new government whether it's whether it's uh, all this all this if all the services were to quit today we're going to have to be personally responsible for our health and our happiness uh and we're going to have to get that message clearly in the next few years i agree with you <laughs> i mean you're absolutely right and you see part of the problem politically is that there are an awful lot of folks who really do not want to take responsibility for themselves. I run into them all the time. Mm. And they want somebody else to take care of them. And that's why I say it's the the society of the great unweaned. But the problem is, in the society of the great unweaned, you're really disabling people. If you haven't brought them up from conception on to be self-sustaining, self-directed people, then they are always going to have this sense that somebody else is going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be that way. I'm sorry, but life can be pretty isolating. Mm-hmm.